Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to About Progress, a podcast devoted to ordinary people who are striving to improve themselves, overcome obstacles, and make something special of their lives, all while maintaining a healthy balance. In short, people who know life is about progress, not perfection. Hi guys, thanks for being here and for coming back each Wednesday. Last week's episode was wonderful with Nicole Kalkowski. She's a mother of four and her son has many, many special needs that require round-the-clock care. If you didn't get a chance to listen to her story, I have linked that in the show notes for you, which you can find on my website, aboutprogress.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at About Progress. I've received such great emails and direct messages from you, and I love hearing how the show is impacting your life, and it means so much to me. Thank you for doing that. And if you have, it would be awesome if you could copy and paste what you wrote to me and put it in a review as well on iTunes. I know we always ask for that, but that's what keeps these podcasts going. So thank you for those who have already left reviews and who have subscribed as well. 
Today we are hearing my interview with two incredible women. Elise Beard and Ashley Eichley are the creative souls behind Bravery Magazine, a new quarterly publication for children that encourages them to be their own kind of brave. I found this through a prior guest, Lizzie Jensen. Last week she shared it and I snuck a peek at their Kickstarter. I was so touched by the vision of what they're doing and amazed with what they've created that I welled up with tears, which does not happen for me very often. And I had to immediately reach out to them to see if they would be on the show. Elise and Ashley will share more about the magazine, but I think you will really love hearing about how each of these ladies built this publication from nothing and with zero prior experience. In fact, they both share how fear had stopped them over and over again throughout their lives from doing things, fear of failure, fear of it not being perfect. But at the same time, and each in their own way, they both came to the same point of their lives where they decided to no longer let fear win and to try something and to be brave. I know you're going to love to hear what they have to say. So let's turn to our interview together. I'm here with Elise Beard and Ashley Eichley. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hey. It's fun to have two for the price of one here. And um, I thought it'd be fun to uh, start with you guys each introducing yourselves. So let's start with Elise. Hi. Okay. Uh, my name's Elise, obviously. Uh, I am from Southern Utah, I but I live in the Bay Area of California near San Francisco. Um, I have three kids two girls and a boy and uh I don't know that's about it about me well there's a lot more to it but we're gonna get into it and Ashley tell us about you sure so my name is Ashley and I grew up in Idaho in Rexburg Idaho and then I love Idaho but um I live now in the Bay Area I've been here almost seven years with my husband and my two daughters great All right. So have you guys been friends for a long time or is this more of a recent friendship? Um, We both moved to the Bay Area around the same time, actually, about seven years ago Mm -hmm. and um, met through church and just kind of hit it off. So, yeah, we've been friends for about seven years. I would say that's pretty long. Pretty good. Adventure terms. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and kind of collaborators, creative partners for how long? Uh, I feel like we've always had like big ideas that we wanted to do. We've been like, we used to bake together and do, you know, try new baking stuff. But, um, but recently I think we just started this new endeavor, uh, probably January, since January. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So we're recording this the same month it's going to air. So you've been at this for nine months and that alone blows my mind. So I'm not going to tell the listeners a little bit more about why I wanted you both on. You have started this incredible thing called Bravery Magazine and you, you uh, started a Kickstarter just a few days ago, it seems like, right? But what, how many days has it been? Uh, five days. Five it days. Was, yeah. We launched on uh, Wednesday, hmm. uh, number six. Okay. So it's been way less than a week in my mind. That seems like two days. And, <laughs> and, and so what, how about you, you tell us in your own words, what is Bravery Magazine? How would you introduce that to somebody? Yeah. So Bravery is a quarterly print publication that highlights strong female role models 
Um, it's for both girls and boys. And we created Bravery to be uh, a tool that parents could use to introduce better role models to their children. We were just really frustrated at the role models society was providing. So we decided we'd come up with our own solution. Well, that in essence is why I found myself crying while looking at your Kickstarter video and immediately donating. But it just uh, it's just so beautiful what you've already created. It's actually visually so beautiful, but the meaning behind it too. Um, I don't think I've ever been so passionate about something within two minutes of learning about it. And and that's what this is for me. And I'm sure it's going to be that way for many people. And you already know that because your project was funded so quickly. What were your expectations going into the Kickstarter? Um, I would say they were not getting funded in two days. Um, mm-hmm. We... Uh, we just had the expectation. I mean, we thought it was a good idea, obviously, but we didn't know how other people would react. So we put it on Kickstarter. We put everything we had uh, into it. And uh, we kind of thought we would be pushing through the month uh, and really, you know, doing it all month. Yeah, all month. Like doing all kinds of marketing to hit our goal. Um, And in the first day, what did we have? Um, a lot. I remember. A lot we more. We were so blown away. It was insane. We yeah. We couldn't believe it. But I think the I like the product is great, but I think the idea behind it is what we really believe in and I think what people really connected to, like you mentioned. So that to me like affirmed like this is something people want and something people need. Like when when Kickstarter just took off, it was like, Okay, this is it. Like This is really good. Yeah. Like we hit something. Mm-hmm. It's showing that you um, are what people were looking for, you know, and maybe didn't even know what they were looking for until they saw it with you. So let's actually talk about the origins of this idea. Where did it come from? Um, I feel like it's kind of interesting. Uh, Back before, uh, it was probably like almost two years ago now, we we hang out a lot because we're really good friends. Uh, We were talking about uh, ideas for how to like get women together who were passionate about just like teaching their daughters of uh, important things and having a group of women that we could discuss like deep meaningful things with we were trying to come up with some kind of I don't know what is it like a lesson plan that we could do like a co-op with friends and um anyway so that was our idea for a little while then we both had babies about a month apart everything kind of fell off track um and then uh then go ahead Yeah, then we both kind of had different experiences with our daughters. So I had the opportunity to dress my daughter up for um, Halloween as Rosie the Riveter for a a work thing I was doing. So I wanted to let her know like a little bit about her so she could kind of embody the character. So I taught her about Rosie the Riveter and what the women did at that time, building airplanes. You know, it was really short. She was almost three, so she was young. And um, we did the photo shoot, and then the entire next week, she would just run around the house pretending to be Rosie and building airplanes. And, like, I, I was seriously blown away. Like, you're only three years old. How are you taking this all in? And it just clicked. Like, she is, and they do at that age. And, like, I should tell her more stories, like, about real women who have done real brave things. And this is this is it. This is something that could be really good, I think. And then... At least you had a a different experience with your daughter, right? Yeah. So it was kind of around the same time. And uh, my daughter had gotten this, like a a princess dress for 
Christmas one year and she had been dressing up in it. And anyway, one day I heard her running around and she was, you know, she, it was in our Kickstarter video, but I was saying, she kept yelling like, Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Please save me, save me. You know? And I'm, I'm like, you are really tough. Like you can save yourself. You don't need a prince to save you. And she's like, yes, I do. I'm a princess and princesses cannot be brave. And I was like, no, <laughs> yes, mm. they can, you know? And, but she was adamant that they can't. And I realized at that point, it was just like a really shocking moment to me as a mom that like, I haven't really done a very good job in providing my daughter with other options other than princesses who are scared, you know, um, and need someone to save them. So for me, that was a really defining moment. Like I need to do something about this because it's not okay with me, you know? So then we kind of started talking and, uh, mm. that's kind of where the seed of bravery was planted. So you got that, that root of it to, um, to spread bravery and to educate about, what has happened in in history with women who have been brave? How did it come become a magazine then? What what made you to decide a publication would be the way to make this uh, vision happen? Yeah. So originally, when we you know we both had these experiences and wanted more for our daughters and our and our children, we kind of brainstormed some ideas and we actually came up with the product we came up with was a subscription box that we would start this subscription box where it would each month would focus on a different woman. We'd send it out. There'd be activities and, you know, a booklet about the woman and we're really excited, feeling really good about it and decided to start making like a test box to share with our friends to see, you know, what they thought, what their children thought. Um, And one night we sat down and put, um, put it together we were trying to put together like maybe five <laughs> and I think it took us like almost two hours to put mm-hmm. together like just one yeah. part of a box yeah like not even close to the whole yeah. just looked at each other and realized like this, this is, isn't doable like this, this isn't gonna isn't, work this is not capable for like we didn't we just didn't understand how we were going to be able to scale it and how to like yeah definitely. We have the funds to manufacture and it just felt really complicated to us so we were really frustrated with the idea, kind of just put it on the back burner. And then one day we just... Ashley was like, texted me and was like, what if we did a magazine? I'm like, eh, okay. You know, but then the more she like sold me on the idea, I was just like, yes. And anyway, Ashley is really good at like bringing these like ideas that feel far out to life. And she's really good at that. So we just started going with it. Oh, okay. I have so many questions from here. I mean, it's just amazing to me that you were able to have this concept and then bring it to life. I mean, and like I said, it's gorgeous. It's more than just like this shiny, really cheap magazine. Can you maybe describe what it looks and feels like for people and what will be inside? Uh, yeah, it's, so it's, uh, it's printed on 70 pound Lux paper. So it's really thick, like cardstock, but kind of matte uh, looking the pages there's 64 pages and we've uh hired we've handpicked some of our very favorite artists that we've been following for a long time to do uh the art that or the content that we had created um and so each page is there's a lot of different artists and photographers that we've worked with and we just have created it with uh a design in mind we really wanted to make a product that we felt was beautiful and functional at the same time because there just wasn't a lot out there mm. uh, and so that was our main focus and uh, and a keepsake we a keepsake, wanted to yeah. be yes. a book 
that you collect and you keep on your shelf. So like in a few years from now, you have, you know, 10 or 12 issues on your shelf and they're beautiful and they, you know, can last and stand through that time, but they are also used, you know, they don't just stay on the shelf, but your kids mm-hmm. put down and go through them. And really we wanted it to be like a book, but, you know, expanded with activities and, you know, some more functionality to it. Okay, so there's there's things for them to read, obviously, but there's also things for them to do. Um, can you explain that a little bit more, too? Sure. So, like you mentioned, we have stories that um, have been illustrated. They're really beautiful illustrations. And then we have um, a lot of DIYs throughout the magazine. And then we have activities. We have gosh, everything. Yeah, recipe. And it's all, like encompassed around the woman that we're featuring so our first issue of bravery is all about jane goodall so all the activities have to do with her or chimpanzees or africa or conservation so everything's like it's learning all throughout but in a fun way that's also beautiful and interactive there's activities to do with your fam together as a family there's also a parent section that has like a a a beautifully written essay and some tips on how to I don't know, like be patient like Jane, uh, stuff like that. So there's a lot, there's uh, something for everybody in it. And that's yeah. kind of what it's we want. It's kind of like highlight the highlights magazine. Um, beautifully like anthropology S yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anthropology meets highlights. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what we were aiming for. And I think, I think we got pretty close to what we were dreaming about doing. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it really does seem like a durable, like you said, a, a, a book, something that they, a keepsake, but something they actually use and refer to and enjoy. Um, and you've said in your Kickstarter, this is more than a magazine, it's a movement. And I felt that right away. So why, why is it a movement? What are you hoping it will create um, within people and within families and with our young boys and girls? And, and why does this magazine matter? Uh, well, our motto for bravery is, uh, be your own kind of brave. And for me, I think that's one of the main things I want kids to get out of this is that we want to present them with these women who have done amazing things and we want to provide a lot of different options so that, uh, kids, if they're reading that and they have a dream, like that they've been wanting to do forever, they can see somebody doing that or they can be inspired to find a way that they can be brave on their own. Uh, and I think that is really important to me personally that we can, we get that message out there that, you know, being brave, sometimes it looks like living with chimps in the jungle by yourself, like Jane, or sometimes it looks like standing up to a bully. Sometimes it looks like trying a new food. These are all important ways and, and big, like big ways that you can be brave. So, uh, that's for me, that's what I think the message is or the, and Ash, do you have anything else? Yeah, I think you hit it all, basically, but we just wanted to provide our children with, and all children, with tools to really empower them and to make them feel good about themselves, give them confidence, and really, like, open their eyes to the abilities that they have, that really they can, they're capable of whatever they want to dream, and just show them it's really neat because the story of Jane all started when she was one year old, like... Wow. And we told the whole story in the magazine. It's really inspiring to me because it was a part of her since she was, you know, a baby practically. And 
just followed throughout her life. It's really a beautiful story and just how kids, you know, like Elise mentioned, it can be something simple like trying new food or it can be something like wanting to be an engineer or as a girl especially or, you know, in a field that's not popular with women, a firewoman or something like that, that you're capable of doing that dream and we wanted to show that. Oh, I think you absolutely are getting exactly what your vision is in mind. Um, how, how bef- actually, you know what, before I ask you more questions about behind the scenes and whatnot, um, where can people go if they are like, I got to see this, I got to contribute, I want to sign up, where do they go? Uh, you, get, you can check out our Kickstarter right now that has all all the information about what we are about and uh, what our magazine includes. And it has a really beautiful video. Uh, and anyway, that Kickstarter I link, yeah. we could give that to you and, mm-hmm. uh, or just search us on Kickstarter. Um, and that will run until October 4th. So, okay. And after that, our website will launch um, and you'll be able to order through there. So um, we're also on Instagram and Facebook. We do most of our updating on, on our Instagram and Facebook, so mm-hmm. that's a good place to find us as well. Is it Bravery Magazine or is it Bravery Mag for those? Uh, our Instagram is Bravery underscore Mag. Okay. And then just Bravery Mag on Facebook. All right. And I'll include links to all of those things, including the Kickstarter and our show notes. You know, and while there are so many behind the scenes questions I have for you, um, I think one of the main ones I have is how did you know what you two would put on your plate and what to hire out. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, that's a good question. (laughs) I think we kind of evaluated what our abilities were when we first started and knew, um, I have some design experience, but I knew I did not want to design our branding like that. It's going to be too much for me to take on. So we were going to hire somebody to do our branding, but I would be able to compile the magazine. Um, Elise is a very talented writer. So we knew that she could handle all the writing, so she did, which is a huge undertaking. Mm-hmm. Minus one essay, I think, in there, she wrote pretty much all of it. And then um, I did some photography in there. We had to, you know, we tried to use our talents that we had, especially to keep us, um, keep the, yeah, keep the possible. cost down since it is a startup and we're not filthy rich. <laughs> we're yeah, rich. paying out of pocket, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it was like a huge sacrifice to you know, put a lot of our money into it, but then we also had to commit our time and our talents that we had 
which was sometimes a challenge in and of itself, I think. Yeah, it was, um, we've never, neither, I mean, Ashley works for a blog, a big blog, uh, and I never had really worked, but, so I think that was like a big sacrifice for both of us is to put so much time into this, but we believed in it a lot. And then we both were really confident in uh, our abilities to think of really awesome content. Uh, and so that's kind of what we, the big job we gave ourselves is to just create all of the content of the magazine page by page. We'd meet at like Starbucks and we would just really hastily sketch out 64 pages of content and then we decided we just would pick artists and be and say this artist would be awesome for this page let's contact them and then uh let's we had this big dream for the this big artist we wanted to catch and we're like that would be so awesome if she did our cover and we were a little chicken but then we're like why not let's just try it so we contacted her and she did it for just an amazing I don't know she worked with us and she said yes and was so excited about the project and we I think that was a big point for us where we were like people are interested in this we can get big big artists we can get our big dream artists and make this like just slam it out of the park you know incredible so have either of you done anything like this before I mean made such a huge idea come to life no, no. I'm, that's what I'm, I love to hear. I love to hear that. I'm definitely an idea person. Like I've had so many ideas over the years that, you know, have always been there and they, I can't get past a certain point for lots of reasons. And this one, I think with the help of Elise is probably what a lot of it was like actually came to life, which yeah. has been really incredible. Just, just really awesome. Yeah. We kind of, we both, I think we balance our talents balance each other out nicely and we've always wanted I don't know we always joke about doing stuff together Ashley always has big ideas and I just like to be her friend because she's really talented and creative but I anyway I feel like neither of us really had experiences doing something we just had our own talents that we were comfortable with and together they just worked you know mm-hmm. and I imagine a third partner in this is Google yeah. Yes. yes. Google very heavily. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, I, I find that so inspiring. I mean, because typically, I mean, if I see, if I had seen that um, Kickstarter and well, if I see it now, I mean, it looks like people who do this all the time, just like create really incredible things from nothing. Um, but I like to know that this is like your first real big thing that you've been able to see to um, the end and start from nothing. Been really exciting. Luckily, our husbands have been super helpful, and my husband has his MBA, so we've been able to pull a lot of his finance uh, knowledge. And Ashley's husband uh, does web design and all kinds of stuff with that that he's really good at. And uh, yeah, we've had some good resources on tap, but really, it's it's been a lot of just fake it till you make it. It's, yeah, like, it is so true. I can't even tell you. Like, we come across like, how do we get a business license? How do we like? Mm. What's the legalities of these things? Like the photo. Actually, we didn't even know it was called licensing a photo. We just, can we read this picture from you, National Geographic? Thanks. And they're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of money, thanks. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how you would know where to start. Yeah, we really didn't. I mean, I think that's evidently, like we mentioned, we started the idea in January. We really came up with a magazine idea in March and started working hard on it. And we set this timeline of, okay, in October, we are going to launch this magazine. 
that was not a very long timeline for not knowing not what at all. doing. And somehow the timeline worked out and we finished everything that we needed to do in that very small timeline. And I think a lot of that was due to the fact that we actually had no idea what was coming our way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you were committed to your vision for it. Yeah. And and the movement you're hoping to create. So I'm sure you've spent a lot of late nights. I'm sure there have been a lot of other things that you've had to ignore on your on your plates. Um, and a lot of sacrifices that have been made both with time and energy and money. But what in turn has doing this working so hard on a dream uh, given to you? Uh, we've talked about this. I think you it's want to go I think it's different for us personally. So Ash can go with hers first and then, okay. Um, I think for me, I had mentioned earlier that I've, I'm an idea person. I like coming up with ideas and I've tried to start my own projects in the past quite often. And I think a lot of times, um, nothing comes of it because of this perfection thing Hmm. that I have where I really don't want to do something unless it's going to be a hundred percent and I have a really high standard of what I want it to look like and be like and I can envision everything like in the most beautiful way and so I get really frustrated when it doesn't meet that vision and um doing this project with Elise building bravery was was very scary for me because Elise she was great she had to just keep pushing me and I had to just kind of let go of that like it's not going to be perfect um, and realize that there is no such thing as a perfect product. Um, even I heard recently, like even Apple, when they release products, it's always like it's never a, a final product. They're always working and changing. And hmm. I can realize that's what Bravery Magazine is. Like the idea and the movement is is spot on and it's beautiful and it's great. And our magazine is going to like always be, it'll always be getting better. And so... I really had to just let the perfection go and in the end like I've been so proud and like could it be better like sure but I am pretty excited about how it turned out and really really proud of Elise and I like to be able to push through that so that's what I've taken away is like kind of letting go of that perfection and grabbing on to like the action of doing and just just making it happen. Wow. Ashley, I like want to give you a standing, oh, there, like that is exactly what my mission is for this podcast. That's why it's called About Progress. Progress, (laughs) There we go. Yeah, Yeah. progress, not perfection. But I mean, I think so many times people think perfectionists are people who are just spinning out tons of incredible things at a fast rate. And but I think most perfectionists are people who aren't living up to their dreams and their creativity and their ideas and they're being held back by themselves. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That's yes. You said it perfectly right there. I think you're right. So got to just be about the doing and, you know, making it happen. So, and you have, and and what about you, Elise? What has this given to you? Um, I, I was different. I mean, I, mine was different. Uh, I, I don't know. I've never really done anything with my life. Like I got my teaching degree, but I never taught. I had kids pretty early. I just, I felt like I lost, I lost myself. I struggled a lot for my adult life, figuring out what I wanted to be good at or what I was good at. Uh, I really wanted to be good at talents that you could see visually like singing or uh, photography or, you know, something that people could visually look at and be like, wow, you're really good at this. 
Uh, it was kind of a prideful thing, I guess. But then I, through different experiences of my life, I came to accept what I was actually good at. Uh, but then I, I hit a point, I had when my, my third baby, I hit a point where I just wasn't really fulfilled by motherhood alone. It, not that it's bad, but I just, I needed something else. And uh, around Christmas of the year I had my baby, I begged my husband to get me, uh, to sign me up for this class, this writing class that I really wanted to do because writing was, is just something I've always loved to do. And uh, so he, he signed me up for it. And the first month in January when it started was about inspiration. They had us uh, reading or listen to uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm. And I just, that book. Uh, yeah, that book is, it just changed. Like I have goosebumps right now. It changed my life. And I know that sounds so stupid and gimmicky. And, it doesn't. But for me, I was ready for a change and I wanted to be open to inspiration when it came to me. So my goal, like I'm not a really huge goal making person because I never live up to my goals throughout the year. But this like my focus of the year was stop being afraid of doing something and stop letting fear like drive you and and live. A, it was more it's in it's in big magic. It says live a life more led by creativity than by fear. And that's, mm. that's what I wanted to do. So I was just trying everything. I started a writing group. I started writing my heart out for no reason and just being super vulnerable anytime I could. And then this idea came and I was really scared of doing it because I felt like I didn't have anything to offer to this partnership because Ashley is really good at everything she does. But I just, I don't know, I had to keep telling myself, like, stop being scared. If you are, are always scared, you're going to regret everything, like your whole life, because you're always afraid of failing. And so I just did it. And for me, it just changed who I am. And I, I feel really grateful for that because, um, I always have to remind myself to not be scared and that I can contribute something to this, uh, idea. And then this is what happens when I stop being afraid. And I don't know, that's what I got out of it. Oh, did we like go through the same thing at the same time? <laughs> All of that could be from my journal, except, you know, the end product there. Um, wow, both of you, I'm just, I feel so connected to what you have done. I feel so connected to where you've been. And I, I'm so thrilled about where it's headed. And I know you are both going to do just incredible things with this magazine and outside of it too. And I admire your bravery. I mean, this is all about this. This is a bravery magazine, but you two are both so brave. So I, I was wondering if you could give our listeners just some parting words of advice about how to be brave in their own lives. And say who you are too before you start. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. You know what you're going to say yet? For, I don't. Uh, so inspire okay. them with some bravery or like how to advice be, on how to be your brave. own kind of brave. Yeah. Yes. How to be their own kind of brave. <laughs> I, I think, okay, this is Elise. I think that, um, like our motto for us too was being our own kind of brave. This magazine is our brave. And I think it's a, just as applicable for kids as it is for adults. And so for me, I mean, it's hard to pull from away from my own personal experience. But to just realize, I think it's important to realize that everybody has something to offer in this world. And that was a big thing that even Jane Goodall believed. She believed that everybody can make a difference. You just have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. And for me, I think that's just, it, it's really personal to me that I feel like Everybody has something to offer in this world. And being brave is just being brave enough to try it and find it. You know, it's not always 
it's not always obvious what your like journey is or what your brave is, what you're good at. Uh, but I think being brave is part of it is finding it, finding mm-hmm. what that is, you know? And so for me, that's, I don't know. What do you think? Ash? That's great. <laughs> that's beautiful. Okay. So this is Ashley. probably already knew that um so for me what I would say about about bravery would be we mentioned this a little bit but bravery is it's being scared and it's being afraid but doing it anyway um which I think is very powerful like it's okay to be afraid of something and it's okay to be scared like don't push those feelings down but own those feelings and rise above it um, and kind of what Elise said, like find, find your thing and push through that fear and the reward on the other side is so great. It's so great. And there's so many reasons, um, to be brave, brave for ourselves, brave for our families, for our children, for our communities. There's so much, so many opportunities I feel like nowadays to stand up and to really embrace that and be brave. Yeah. Love it. And, you know, I just would add, you know, with what you both said about finding your own thing, I think people just think they need to know what that is right away. And like you both have shared that alone is a process of being brave too, and, and jumping in and discovering, trying something, trying something else until you, you find it. Yeah. And I think a big part of it too, is not comparing yourself to other people, uh, which is something I always struggled with. I just think it's so important to know yourself, own your own talents and be okay with that and not compare yourself to what you see other people doing because it doesn't matter. You know, it's important that you are doing what you do because everybody has something to offer in a different way. And be patient with the process too. I think it's really important. Like it's not always a timeline that makes sense or that you'll understand or that you can control like, okay, in a year, then it will happen or in a week or in six months, there's, there's not really a timeline you can put on it. I think you can do what Elise said, talked about and put yourself out there and try something different and, you know, change things up. If you don't change anything, like nothing, of course, is going to change. But I think if you make small changes and, you know, push through that fear, try something new, then new opportunities will come to you. And that's kind of, I think, helpful in trying to find your own thing. Well, I am so looking forward to seeing where this takes you both, and I wish you both all the success in the world and hope that other people can join in in this new movement. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for yeah, talking to thank us. thank you so much, Monica. I am so appreciative of these women. They were right in the thick of the stress of their Kickstarter, and they made this interview happen. And I was so impressed by their openness and feel that we can all be inspired by what they said, especially the fact that this is really the first thing for both of them. And if they can go from feeling unfulfilled and a little bit directionless and held back by fear to doing this, then we can all figure out what our thing is, just like they advised, and then go after it and to be our own kind of brave. So thank you, Elise and Ashley, for taking the time. And I hope that it goes so, so well for you. Speaking of bravery, it's now time for me to talk to you about something I'm scared but ready to embark upon. And it's something I have wanted to be very transparent about from the beginning. And that thing is sponsorship. 
Our numbers are soaring and this podcast is taking hold. What a huge blessing and I owe it to you. This idea of the podcast came to me September last year and then I launched in November. So the past year has been filled with countless hours devoted to this creation of the podcast. I've put my own money into it each month. I pay for software, equipment, hosting, and at times babysitting. While this means more to me than any price tag, my goal all along was to hopefully have the podcast pay for itself by the end of my first year. And that time is now. I have actually been approached for months with different advertising who want to put in paid ads, but they want to provide me with the content and and also take a huge chunk of the payment. And just knowing what that would look like and how it would sound, it doesn't resonate with me and I don't think it uh, resonates with the tone of this podcast. So I would like to take a leap and put this together myself. I am now looking for sponsors, ones who feel that their product or service would resonate with our listeners. And since I'm doing it without the middleman, I'll be offering ad slots at a much lower rate, especially in the beginning as I sort this all out and deal with the bumps on the road I'm sure will come as I add in this new feature. If you have a business or service and are interested, please contact me at packerprogress at gmail.com and I'll send you more information. For you, the listeners, let's chat about what this means for you. My number one fear of having ads on my podcast is that it will detract from the messages being shared here. I vow to you that I will only take on sponsors who I think align with what this podcast is about, and it actually be things I use and love myself. I also vow to make them as short as I can and to weave them in so it doesn't take five minutes to actually start the interviews, nor take another five minutes right in the middle. I hate that when I listen to podcasts, and I'm not going to do that to you, even if it means less money for me. You have always and will always be my top priority. And who knows if this will even work? What if no one reaches out to me or if there are just not good fits, or if I stink at weaving in ads in a way that's not disruptive. At the very least, I am in for a learning curve. So I ask for your patience, and I ask for your support. I ask that you'll stick with me as I try to make this podcast something sustainable, something I can legitimately keep doing for a very long time, because I love it. I love doing it, and I want to keep doing it. I took a new friend of mine to push me to do this. To value the great time I have put into the podcast and to be proud that this is where the podcast is out now. This is actually terrific news. It means we're thriving and the future is bright. It means I can keep putting in 20 to 30 hours a week on this without burdening my family as much. It means I can provide you with great content without sacrificing my own sanity. I am incredibly, incredibly grateful that this is where we're at And I can't thank you enough for being here each week and for subscribing, for leaving those reviews. I always ask for it and for sharing this podcast. I depend on you so much. And in return, I've given it my best. And this is the way I know I can continue to give my best moving forward. I don't know when it will start either, but I just wanted to be transparent with you that this is what I'm now trying to move into. And I'm trying to do so with good intentions. 
Next week, I have a very fun, super informative, very encouraging interview for you with Ralphie Jacobs of Simply On Purpose. She is a parenting expert that recently launched her work online and she has taken off and in a big way. You will know how within two minutes of hearing from her. We speak about parenting, of course, but more about those who are in the trenches of parenting and how they can find hope that there is a way out of the depths and sometimes despair that comes with parenting, that we can do this and that it's worth it and how. So be ready to benefit from her wisdom and encouragement. This is a very positive episode that I know is going to encourage you parents out there to keep fighting the good fight. I'll see you next Wednesday for that interview. And until then, take care of yourself. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.